Shut up and sit down. Welcome to the Health and Wealth Podcast with your hosts, Tim and Carter. What's trending in Richards? Carter Wilcoxon, founder of CSI Financial Group here with my co-host and former wealth advisor, Tim James, founder of chemicalfreebody.com and your new health advisor. This is the show where we reveal the connection between physical and financial abundance. Hey, Enrichers, welcome back to another podcast episode of the Health and Wealth Podcast Show. I am joined here today by my Mr. Truth, Freedom, and Health uh, aficionado, if you will, Mr. Tim James up in Portland, Oregon. Timmy, how are you, bud? Hey, man, I'm doing really good, and um, I'm feeling good. I um I had this guy ask me how my gut health was this morning. He's actually our guest, a stroke hacker, Sean Enton. He's on with us today. He asked me about my gut health. And I'm like, you know what? My gut's freaking awesome. Feels good. And to just have the awareness of my gut, which was like 11 years ago, I wasn't even like thinking about it. Like, how's your gut health? I'm like, if somebody asked me, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, it's like, you know, well, it was in the, it was in the shitter. Now it's, um, it's awesome. So um, Sean, man, we're really excited to have you on today. So for those of you listening, if you have anybody in your life that has dealt with a traumatic brain injury or TBI, this is going to be a very important um, podcast for you to listen to and to share it with those people. Um, Sean's story is uh, pretty incredible. Um, what happened, just kind of a freak deal and uh, sent him and sent his life spiraling into this abyss and he's dragged himself out of it. And he's an inspiration to everybody. Sean, thanks for being here today, brother. Thank you guys. This is great. Um, you want me to start from the be- beginning of time or what do you want? You mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you gotta well, ask me the que- okay. Someone's got to ask me the questions of where. Yeah. Sean, so Sean, much. Let, Please, yes. Sean, let me go ahead and jump in. First of all, and Richard, uh, sit back and enjoy this episode because I got a chance uh, as, as Tim and I have been doing this podcast now for quite some time, we do a lot of things that are predominantly more on the wealth side of the equation. And we, we really wanted to start, enlightening our uh, enrichers with more of the health side of the equation and tim said hey i got a, a phenomenal guest i believe uh he, he introduced me to sean just recently i i was listening and watching the story from your website you know you're you call yourself the stroke hacker and it's very impressive so so sean um our enrichers what they really like to do is they, they want to get to know you a little bit better and understand your journey on how you became the stroke hacker in the first place, right? I mean, it was, um, if I can remember correctly, it started with like an MMA training or something, right? So maybe yes. you can start from from there sure. and, and then work sure. your way forward. Of course, absolutely, Carter. Um, so, so let me uh, take you guys back. I've been an entrepreneur for, since I was 18, on my own companies, from restaurants to nightclubs, so on and so forth. I was even involved at one point with managing mixed martial artists. I was uh, the UFC's first manager on, on the scene. This is way back in the early 2000s, my early 30s, I'm now 49 now. And I've always been involved at, as, as a disruptor. I'd get involved with something that's a game changer, no matter where or what it was going to be. And I was in San Diego, I, you know, literally my company started, one company started with three of us in the backyard talking about an idea about how to take um, housing or, or, or a commercial apartment and, and take them off the grid, bring in solar, bring in the gray water, make them a place of, of, of non-toxic environments. So it's called greenhouse builders. So we started building all green, all lead, all lead certified 
um, the company needed a marketing guy and someone helped them raise the money. So I, I looked into this and at 38, 39, I, was, I lived up in, in LA. I went down to San Diego a couple of times, really fell in love with the place, the beach, the water, the military, the community out there was just so sound. It was so much, I'd say heart centered. People love each other. And it took a while, you know, they, they really um, went after me and we finally put together a deal and I helped them launch this company from the three of us to 75 and it got bigger and bigger. And along, along the way of being in, in, in SD in San Diego, um, one of my daughters, my oldest was in a dance class and, and her friend's father was a Navy SEAL. And I was like, this is kind of cool. So I became friends with that family not knowing what the Navy SEALs mindset is and what they go through in a daily life, you know, and this guy operated, he was going back, he was coming, you know, the war on terror was now happening. This guy is 28, he's 27. And what I realized, what I didn't understand is their mindset was so great, but their brain injuries internally were so badly damaged. And the reason why I'm saying all this was because these guys were trained so hard to get beat up, but they knew how to beat through the pain. Then they would go over to, the war and then come back and they didn't know how to reintegrate back into civilian life. So I was finding myself really just in awe of them and loving them. And there was, there, and there was a misconnection, misfiring between them being a seal and them getting back to living a normal life amongst us civilians. And what I realized early on is that the Navy spends $8 million on a Navy seal from boots to combat. They get them all ready. They get them all prepped, ready to go into war. But, but when they come home, there's no health care. There's no, the VA is horrible. There's no really way to help them reintegrate back into society. So I started teaching them basic entrepreneurship from business plans to cash flows. They all want to be entrepreneurs. And in return, they said to me, Hey, we'll train you on what, on what we do. I'm like, I'm 39. I'm training MMA with my buddy who's Dan Henderson, who Tim knows, um, who's getting ready for his next couple of fights, only to find out that these SEALs have really have zero or no MMA hand to hand. Uh, training and the reason is because the Navy doesn't want them with doesn't want them within three feet of their opponent. They want them to sniper. They want them to collect the intel, get it back to the Pentagon, and move on. They're there to get in and, and they're there to get out. But if, but if they lose one of the seals, it's eight million dollars per seal plus all the all the millions of dollars they're spending on the weapons, the drones, the tanks, the you know all that stuff. So they started to train with us and Dan Henderson, and one one day. We're training and um, I got choked out. I got caught in a choke. Normal thing happens in MMA. Everyone will do it. It's, it's via choke or submission. Thought nothing of it. I went home on that night, said to my wife at the time, I have two young kids who are four years old and 18 months. We literally had a newborn at the house. Wife's still, uh, you know, still feeding her. She's still uh, breastfeeding her. And I, was doing my thing, I was building my companies, but what I was doing on the side was really trying to understand these military guys. And it's when uh, Navy SEAL would bring by his team, it was team seven. And next thing I know, I'd come home during the day and there'd be like a group of guys in my front yard, just hanging out, overlooking the water, drinking my beer or, or having the food. And I was like, you guys help yourself to, to, to my refrigerator, whatever's mine is yours. I always, always love giving back. But what I realized is that when you drink so much alcohol and you numb the brain, it really, it really starts to hurt that person. And these guys started to go missing on me. So the only way for, uh, for me to really understand them was to get them into training mixed martial arts. So I would take them with me and I understood what they were, what, what was actually happening, but they were so 
badly injured internally, it was invisible because, because the PTS and the PTSD that these guys are all brain damaged. If, if you have 110 jumps from an airplane, high, high or high, low, your body gets rattled. You, you break into a, um, a house, you put C4 on the door. The first eight guys of, of that unit are all concussed. So the brain is getting rocked. You know, the brain's getting battered, it's getting uh, bruised. And one day I'm training with, with these guys, I get caught in a choke. It just, it just happened. I come home on that day. I say to my wife, I said to Stephanie, um, I said to Stephanie, um, my throat's killing me, but I think I'm going to be okay. And she goes, do you want to go to the doctor? And I said, no, it's Thanksgiving week. We have plans to go up North to San Luis Obispo. I'm driving the family four hours up the piece, up the one, up the one along the ocean for four hours. And what I, what I didn't know what, what was happening was my carotid artery was dissecting. It was split and severed right down on the right side, sending clots up to my brain. And days before I was at Dan Henderson's last fight in San Jose, Junior Sale, the football player who took his own life, which they made the movie Concussion for, was next to me. He's having CTE. I'm having, I, I'm having symptoms of a stroke, but I didn't even know what a stroke was. My left arm was failing. My face was starting to droop. This was six days before we drove, I drove us up to San Luis Obispo. So I get to San Luis Obispo and I'm fighting through this massive pain in my neck going, I'm just going to, I'm just going to rub it off. You know, we all played ball. We all like said, throw, you know, we'll throw some sand on it and we'll keep going. That didn't exactly happen. So Thanksgiving day, we're out. The kids are with us. We're drinking some wine. We're just hanging out. I wake up on that night on, on Thanksgiving evening and Black Friday is the next day. So I woke up, the room was spinning. The room was spinning and spinning and spinning. And I got up. My uh, Stephanie was upstairs with the kids because she had them. I was, I was downstairs and I called up for her to come down, went to the bathroom. I looked at myself in the mirror. And when I went to look in the mirror, I saw my soul leaving my body. Literally my physical body, my, my avatar body was staying, but my conscious, my subconscious mind was leaving. I saw this, I saw this holder being leaving. And, and I looked in the mirror. I couldn't even see my right hand. Nothing, the proprioception of my whole body was disappearing. I said to her, call my dad. I think I'm dying. He says to her, he says to, he says to Stephanie, call the Pimax right now. I think my son's having a stroke. I couldn't even speak. I had complete aphasia. I was losing everything. I stood up. I passed out. The next thing you know, these, um, the paramedics come, take me to one hospital in San Luis Obispo. They can't do anything on me because I'm in great shape. They don't know what they're trying to figure out here. Am I on drugs? Am I on this? Am I on that? But I'm a perfect specimen. I'm ready to, I'm, I've, been, I've been prepping for a fight in my life for the last eight weeks of my life with the SEALs, with Dan Henderson, with all these things. Turns out that he can't help me, calls down to the nearest stroke center, which is, which is in Santa Barbara at the time. They're having me a, a neurosurgeon in the ER on Black Friday, which never happens. He kind of assessed the situation and says, I'm sending a, a helicopter for him right now. Put him on the helicopter. I need to get him into my hospital. Had we had driven down from San Luis Obispo to Santa Barbara, I would have died. They got me on the helicopter. I passed out several times and got in, into the hospital. He did some crazy procedure. One wasn't FDA approved and started realizing he saved my life at that point, but he put a shunt in my throat first through a, a scope that took six hours up my body to put a scope in there, stopped the clots from going up to my brain, but I was still, I was still malfunctioning. I was still dying. But I think because I was in such great shape and my, 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 and my microbiome was really healthy, Tim, <laughs> mm -hmm. except for the wine or the beer I had the day before, but I was 
I was, I was a specimen. I was in great shape and um, everything he was doing wasn't working. I kept falling backwards. My brain kept turning off because the carotid artery is the connection of the blood supply and the airflow and the oxygen going up to the brain. The brain goes down, the rest of the body is gone. So I do all this. Um, and he says, he says to my, he says, he says to my family, I think I got to induce a coma and I'm trying to, I'm waking up. I'm trying to understand this. And, and, and I'm like, someone just get me out of here. Let me do my hot yoga. Let me get back with my Navy SEALs. I can heal myself, but I'm not really understanding what's going on. They, they induced the coma for 10 days. I'm in the coma for 10 days. While I'm in the coma, I fail even further. My brain goes backwards even worse. What he has to do is he does a procedure called a craniectomy, which means he has to take a piece of the skull off my head to alleviate the pressure in my, in, in, on my brain to allow it to kind of swell up and then come back down. Because I was overly swelling. I was overly inflamed from everything which had just happened. He did the craniectomy. Um, and then I woke up from the coma 10 days post and I was totally out of it. I, you know, my brain at 39, I was, I was in peak condition, body-wise and mind. I, I, I was involved with two companies at the time. Both were going public at the moment. And I was really the glue behind all of it with my, my partners. And I woke up and, and, and then I tried to make sense of what the hell happened. And my dad says to me, you're paralyzed. I'm like, what do you mean I'm paralyzed? You're, you're paralyzed on your left side. And I'm like, I go to scratch my stomach and he goes, don't touch your abdomen. I go, why? They said, he put, they put your skull on your abdomen, destroyed the skull. And I'm like, my brains are in my belly. I don't understand. What are you talking about? What do you mean my brains are in my belly? So I went through all this self-reflection and I just knew deep down, so I had to get to work. I'm like, I don't want to say like this. How do I start to heal? So I initiated therapy because of where the injury happened on the right side of my brain my speech, my cognitive was coming back faster. My left side of my body was completely cut in half. So with the stroke, cut yourself in half, my eyesight, my ears, my left arm, my left leg, I was completely paralyzed. Nothing was working. I had catheters, I had rectal tubes, I had feeding tubes, I had pick lines going to my heart. I, was, I looked like freaking Frankenstein. And sure enough, as that happened, they did transfer me from Santa Barbara back down to San Diego, where, where I went into a, an acute rehab for about six months, learning how to stand up, learning how to walk, learning how to brush my teeth, learning how to shave, learning how to use the toilet again. Everything in my body, in my brain was turned off. I didn't know how to do any of it, but it slowly started coming back. But the point I'm saying is that there was so much brain damage already. He didn't operate on my brain. He just took the skull off my head. But because of the lack of oxygen and blood, I was, I was either going to die or, or I was going to come back. And during the coma, they were already planning for me to become a full vegetable. So I got down to San, to San Diego. The first neuropsychiatrist who got a hold of me said to me, um, you're blind in your left eye. You're not going to be able to talk for a while. I was barely putting something together, some words. And don't think about walking or driving again for a long time and forget about work. And I told her, I said, you're fucking fired. You get the hell out of my room right now. Don't tell me I can't do anything. Hence my mantra. I created my mantra saying, I can, I shall, I will, brought in a whole new team of people, and I got to work on that. Wow. Wow. That's, um, and you, you were, uh, did you say late 30s, whenever this, when this all took place? 39 at the time, turned 40 in the hospital. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, so, and, and I think you said you're 49 now, right? 
49 now, big 5-0 and January. Yeah. Well, you know, that's interesting. I, I knew that I liked you for a reason, Sean. So I turned 50 in January as well. Okay. Like, pretty cool. Very cool. A bunch um, of grandpas on here. A bunch of grandpas, yeah. Hey, I'm only 48. younger than us. Yeah, I'm only 48. Yeah, he's only 48, exactly. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I can't even begin to imagine what, what you know, tr that trauma of, like, when you come out of the coma. I mean, explain a little bit, like, you know, the first thing you remember. You know, because we see movies and, and, you know, people come out of comas and, you know, it's like, Oh, I'm awake and you know, everything's all normal now or whatever. What was it like for you? Like the first time coming out of the coma, like what is the very first thing you remember? Everything was horrible. I was in so much pain. I was on so many narcotics and listen, you know, I have my, I have my own pockets, my own show where I believe in MDs. I also believe in holistic healers. So, I mean, where I was at that point, I had to trust my doctors. I'm, a, a chiropractor is not going to perform a, a neurosurgery on me and, do, and, and induce me in a coma. They're only going to do things post all this. So I needed acute care. But the amount of drugs I was on, the Dilaudid, you know, and all the Oxycontins and everything else, I was so badly numb and just beaten up because for ten, because I dropped weight from 175 to about 130. So I'd lost 45 pounds in my coma. I was being fed in sure and you know, Tim, all that oh. crazy crap in the hospital. You know, I had no appetite, but I had to quickly learn that I had to, you know, I wish I would have rested more in the beginning, but I tried to get back away too fast. And I figured if I just kept going at it the first six months of the first year, pounding my way through this, I'd get better. But what people don't realize is a, a break in the brain is not like the break in, in an elbow or an ankle or shoulder or a hip. It takes many, many hours and days, if not years, for the brain to heal. And to really understand what a brain injury is, as much as you constantly do, you got to also rest for that. And I didn't know about breath work. I didn't know about meditation. I didn't know about all this other stuff in this world about how to calm my nervous system down because my nervous system was so badly shot that I was in fight or flight all the time for the first year of or first two years of my comeback, which is nowhere to live. You know, everything from suicide thoughts to well how am i going to make this happen having all this money li living on the beach and now the money is going away because i have to now repair my body because having health insurance and some money only got me so far yeah. so what i had to do i had to reinvest myself and people saying to me where'd your money go i said what's the price to walk it's priceless don't tell me what i did or didn't do i want to get my voice back i wanted to speak i wanted to be there for my children i wanted to be there for the rest of the world. So I spent the money hacking my own stroke coming back. So for the last 10 years, I devoted thousands of hours, thousands of days, really programming what I needed to do to get back. Hence the reason why I become the stroke hacker is because mm -hmm. I've created a formula and a methodology and a curriculum where I, I take both of what Tim James believes. And I love Tim. Tim's amazing. I also take what my MDs believe and I hybrid them both, you know, because sometimes there's a lot of transition what the mds say and what the tim james says they're both going to be right but you got to find your own solution amongst all of it and sometimes you might need this sometimes you might need tim sometimes you might need your neurologist but my neurologist was great phenomenal my neurosurgeon was awesome but they but they only can do a so, certain amount of stuff i bring in guys like chiropractors who who tim knows that i have a plan i have a plethora of who i love you bring in a guy like tim james 
that I'm going to start healing my body, which then, then heal my brain. They did what they had to do. But Tim, Tim's the reason why I'm as healthy as I am now. And the reason why my skin looks so good is, is because I believe in what his, his methodology is through, you know, um, his, his, his whole curriculum of what he does. So I really started to explain this both. I don't believe in any one side. I believe in them both. And I'm all about just projecting what I'm doing to help others. So that's why I've kind of become the stroke actor because a chiropractor got me back to realigning my skeletal structure where my, where my neurologist wanted to keep, get, kept handing me a prescription. I don't want a fucking prescription. I want, I want breath work. I want, I want oxygen. I want a Theragun. I want my green 185. I want my turmeric. I want anything. I want my gut detox. I want to do things that I know I can heal my body within. It's the same thing what Joe Dispenza teaches or Tony Robbins. Yeah. So I had to find my way in that, in that world. But, but when you're in trauma and you're fighting for your life, no offense, I'm not calling it Tim James. I'll call him once I come out of all that, but I got to let the hospital do what they're going to do. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, think so, it's really, I think it's really important that um, what you're doing, Sean, because the reality is, is that people that have traumatic brain injuries whether it's through stroke or, you know, falling out of an airplane, hitting their head on the concrete is or concussions or just concussions. Yeah, yeah. Concussions, right. Football players. Yeah. Right. Sports people um, falling, you know, getting bucked off a horse, whatever it is like. So these traumatic brain, it's important because they're going to end up in crisis care. So what you're able to do is since you've been in there and you have the awareness of the natural healing, you're able to navigate now and help your clients navigate through what, should be done in crisis care and what they probably shouldn't do that they're doing like, because people need that education. And then once they get out, um, it's really interesting. We're going to get to this in the next segment, but you would think Carter that when they get out, you would want to get to working on yourself and to get well, but that's not the first step. The first step is, is the, the support unit. Sean actually yeah. helps the, the family yes. get ready for what they're about to embark on first. That's, that's exactly, I was going to say that point is I have to interview the families before I take on a client or a new patient of mine. I got to make sure the loved ones, the, the kids, the husband, the wife, the brothers, they're in, they're in tune with me because I'm going to bring them everything inside the box and everything outside the box. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to tell them, keep speaking to other doctors, but if you try these supplements, by chemical free body of Tim James, it's going to work. And here's what it's going to do for you. Cause right now your body is inflamed and the, the, ner the parasympathetic nervous system is really messed up if the body's inflamed. And what Tim's able to do is come in set and create a flow and a balance where most people don't know how to do that. And you can't do that with, I've tried Xanaxes. I've tried the Prozac. Everyone's got, is on their own thing. I don't dish. I, I tell no one. No, I let them microdose themselves and figure out what they need to do. And that they have a question for me of what I'm doing, I'll tell them that. But I'm, I'm, just, yeah, yeah. Well, so, uh, so Sean, well, just, just real fast. I know we're getting sure. ready to come up on a hard break and everything. But, but speaking of that, and I wanted to ask you this. Um, as I'm listening to your story, I'm hearing, and you just got through mentioning it, Tim, right? Like, you know, the the first step is going to the family and, and managing expectations of what the journey is going to look like, right? I'm just curious. Speaking of that. You had two very young kids at the time. Yeah. I mean, what was that like? If you can give me some sort of an idea as you are obviously 10 years down the road from that now. It, it was so hard. I mean, it was un understand at 39, I'm, I'm at SeaWorld every week. I, I have a child on my chest, the Bjorn. I have a child on my shoulders. We're off to see 
you know, whether it's Shamu, the Dolphins, it was our playtime. I had two, you know, I had a kid on my chest, a kid on my shoulders, and we're off and going. We even brought our own food because we went to eat from the park. We, we were that, we were that, 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 and take us yeah, on, on our food and take and everything else. I mean, it was like, you know, I, you know, I, could, I wasn't able to imprint on my youngest daughter and, until she was five or six. Now they're 14 and they're 11. You know, it's a much different game now. But um, I really had to find my why. And when I tell people with this, what inspires them? What is their, because everyone's going to hit the dark night of the soul. I need people to hit the other end and find and get through that darkness. And then when they do, they're going to come find a me or a Tim James. And that's really what the answer is. It's like, it's just, it just depends on who we're talking to. But, you know, my children and my why are my girls and people need to find their why. Yeah. And that's with anything, with cancer, with heart attacks, with the loss of a loved one. It's whatever it's going to be. So this is a great story. Um, you know, a guy who's worked his butt off, you know, quote unquote success, family, everything, living on the beach, and then traumatic brain injury, hospital, loses everything, uses all his money that he saves up to bring his health back. And you got divorced in the process. Yes, I did. And that's, that's a rough one um, mm -hmm. because of the stroke. So, yeah. you know, and here he is now the stroke hacker. So we're going to take a quick break and we get back. I want to get into Sean, let's go through, we'll start off with the family and how that goes and, and give, sure. give the folks listening that are dealing with traumatic brain injuries themselves or mm -hmm. with family members um, um, some hope and some solutions. We'll be right back. Are you concerned about being able to get all of your affairs in order during this trying time? Are you troubled by what would happen if you ever became incapacitated? Maybe you've been procrastinating in the past to address these issues, but now, more than ever before, you know just how important it is to get everything documented. Well, don't worry, because we can get you taken care of right from the comfort of your own home. Welcome to the revolutionary My Life Card Plan Estate Plan Processing Platform, home of the last estate plan you'll ever need. We are very pleased you are here, and rest assured, we can offer you a complete estate planning experience regardless of where in the 50 states you may live. Our unique transformational system combines efficiency, convenience, and professional support at levels you never thought possible for setting up your estate plan. Moreover, we will provide you with powerful, user-friendly dynamics that put you in total control of your plan throughout your lifetime. Call us today at 888-316-6040 or go to www.csifinancialgroup.com and our team of specialists will be there to assist you every step of the way. What's up, and Richards? Tim James here with my co-host Carter Wilcoxon, and in the house we've got Sean Enton, aka the Stroke Hacker. Sean, you just shared with us, you know, um, your backstory, which is it's tragic, it's remarkable, it's it's amazing what you've what you've been through. You've been through, you know, a lot more than the average person has, right? Um, but there's some people out there that have been through worse. So the way I always Absolutely. look at things is half of people have it worse than you, half have it better. Let's just pick ourselves up from the bootstraps and get moving forward with our life again. So and that's what you did. And what I want to talk about now is like for the listener out there that is dealing with a traumatic brain injury or they've sent this podcast to somebody with a traumatic brain injury, let's give them some hope and let's give them some steps when 
they're in the let's just take it they're in the hospital they're freaking out you come in and then walk us through that process and how you calm them down, give okay. them some hope and get the family rocking and rolling. And then we'll sure. get into the, you know, the aftermarket sure. okay. stuff we do. So, later. so the question often I go to, I go to, I go, you know, before the pandemic happened um, with, with COVID, I'd go to the stroke centers all over and I'd walk in there. And the most common thing I saw was someone just had a brain injury or a stroke and the family's been camping out in the waiting room for, I walked in to some people, that they were there for three weeks. The, the, the parents, the, the grandparents, the kids. And I walked in there, I'm like, and I told them who I was on Christmas day. And I said, you guys are doing yourself no good. Your loved one is here under acute care. There's great doctors here. You guys all have to go home and get out of here. Go see a movie, go for a hike, go to the beach, go get out in nature. And they looked at me like I was crazy. And I said, you guys can stay here. But your job really starts when this when when your loved one wakes up and they're ready to come home. And that's what I can help you with because when they come home, it's all gonna fall on you guys with home health therapy, that which getting them the therapy is getting them the right food, the right nutrition, the right physical therapy, the right occupational therapy, speech therapy, psychology. And and I said, you guys are doing yourself no good by sitting here except causing yourself a lot more depression. So what I have to actually do is go in there, remove them from the hospital, literally take them out and say, check in with the doctors and then the nurses in a couple of days. You guys want to come back? Maybe today's Tuesday. You want to come back on Friday or Saturday? Fine. Your loved one isn't going anywhere for a while, depending on where that majority, where that severity of that brain injury, that stroke is. I mean, especially if they're in a coma. I mean, it could be weeks. It could be days. It could be months. And most people want to stay at the hospital because they think they're going to get something done. And I'd also tell them, shut down your phones. Don't call your family or friends. And I said, when, when, when that person will wake up from and wake up and they're able to start meeting people, they don't want to meet and see people. They need quiet. They need calmness. They need some, a lot of, a lot of stillness and just calmness and be quiet. Because if you come in saying that you're going to help them do everything, you guys can't fix anything right now. So I get that through to them. It's almost, I have to be combative at times because it's like, if you want me to be the head coach, I'm going to be the head coach, but get the fuck out of the hospital go home, come back on Saturday, or come back in a week because they're doing themselves no good. What they're doing, they're spinning themselves out of control and it's, it's becoming a virus amongst the family. Then someone in Arkansas is calling, someone in Boston wants to now fly in and see, the, see their brother. They're going to do no good by flying from Boston out here. Wait for your brother to wake up, then call him, then do a Zoom with them and figure it out because when that person has the brain injury and the first in the hospital, and, that, and that's with any kind of, traumatic event it could be anything it could be a heart attack it could be a, a bone break it could be it could be even like with with cancer the same thing too i tell people let them go through their treatment let them get through their 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 acute care then check in i think that's a really really important point so now that you've helped the family start you know from the very beginning from the hospital yes now now they now the person wakes up now what Oh, there's a lot of, uh, that's, that's complex, Tim, because it depends on how bad is the brain injury. Was it a stroke? Was it a, a mild TBI? Was it a major TBI? Was there a car accident? I, you know, I had a, um, a friend of mine who has become a friend who had a stroke while, while driving his car. Stroke while driving his car. The car flipped over on the freeway. He got hit from the other side. Stroke on the right side, brain injury on the left side. They said he would never come out of his, his coma. I got him in his coma. He later stood with me when I threw out the first picture for the angels, stood on the field, 
with me for the national anthem. And at the end, when I threw out the, when I threw out the first pitch, I gave him the game ball and I said, you're next year, you're next year. And, and, that's what, and that's what I believe in because people count people out so quick that I believe that there's always a next step. There's always a next level to it. So, because it just depends, I can't answer that, uh, that question to you. It's like, his name was Kevin Harmer and still is there. Um, and Kevin's doing great now. He's fully independent. He's talking, he's, he's driving. I don't know if he's driving yet, but Tim, a brain injury is different with, with everyone. It just depends, but you know, you gotta get assessed. You gotta go through social workers. You gotta go through therapists because therapy will start in the hospital. It'll go to home health therapy. It'll go to outpatient acute care. It'll go to another outpatient. And then if they really plateau then, then they come and find me and then I can help them with your product line or just with, you know, TheraBody, which helps stimulate, you know, the muscles or the e-stem or electrical stem to get the balance back or the oxygen. I, I Why don't have, you do so that? Why don't you just kind of, you know, not get into the full details of everything, but just like, what are some of your like first step? Okay. First, you know, like the, are, the, yeah. the stuff, the stuff at home that has right. moved the needle the most for you, some of the certain therapies and, and products and it, services. It's and funny. I change. I want to change everyone's diet immediately, especially, especially the survivor because their body's all inflamed. I got to reduce that inflammation immediately. I think I know somebody who sells this turmeric potion that does really well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's it called again, Tim? I take that every uh, day. Turmeric 100. I take that every day. Um, I would put a, a protocol together of nutritional stuff first. I'd clean their gut. I clean because they're eating hospital food. They're eating processed meats. They're, they're eating, they're eating gluten. I'd get them off of all starches. I'd almost put them on a, um, IF diet, intermediate fasting diet to let their body catch up to their brain and to clean their gut health. And then I'd get them with psychologists. I get them with me coming in as a life coach because they need to be coached and taught every step of the way. Because they're more panic, the more, the more panic and the more anxiety that there is in the family. Because listen, I, I came home and my, and my wife at the time, we had two young kids, one still breastfeeding, one's four, four years old. I, I'm in my wheelchair and I'm in diapers. She can't handle these two kids and me. There's no way that it wasn't going to work. She did the best that she could. She's a great mom. She's moved on. I'm moved on now. But I save marriages because I know what's going to happen. When that person, the brain injury comes out of it, they're not talking like they normally should. They're trying to get out their words. They're dropping F-bombs. They're swearing. There's part of bipolarism. There's part of, of um, Tourette's going on. Their brain is malfunctioning. They're trying to just get the words together. And people don't have patience. People think, oh, take a pill. We're going to get fixed. Or take this 24-hour flu. There's no such thing as, as a 24-hour brain injury. It's a lifetime of healing. So I know I, I didn't answer you, answer you completely, Tim, but there's so many variables to it. I don't know what well, part of the really brain good. got rocked, but it's like, I start with the nutrition first. I get a psychologist involved. I even get breath work going, get meditation going, everything I can do from here. But I also get their house ready for when they come back from the hospital. Because if you're at the hospital for three months, you push a button, a nurse comes. What happens when, when you go back home? You can't even transfer. You can, tr you can move from your bed to your couch into the bathroom but along that way you have to also be fair of falling and everything's got to be ha hacked and modified so you have a clean path of walking because your, my legs were both gone even though my left leg was worse i couldn't i couldn't move anything i was completely paralyzed completely hmm. and no so, one knows that yeah so let, let me ask you on um what is the the ratio if you will of uh, tbis traumatic mm -hmm. brain uh -huh. injuries 
and um, you know, strokes and 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 some of the ages and demographics that you're oh, you're trying it's to every 45 seconds, somebody's having a stroke. Every 45 seconds. Every 40 every seconds. um a brain injury is probably more. Yeah, the brain injury and the stroke. I mean, it's just a TBI can be, you know, listen, I, I, I met uh, people who went hunting and the and and the, the pressure from the 12 gauge hit them in the head and they're now concussed. That's a minor concussion, but I don't know. They need a brain scan. I, you know, I can't really say that. I know what a stroke is and I know what a brain injury is. You know, I also know what CTE is from MMA and, and, and um, NFL and, you know, the, the hardest thing. Can, can you explain out. CTE to the listeners? Oh my gosh. I knew you were going to ask me that. It's, it's chronic. Some, if you guys can pull it up on your end, it stands for it. Can you guys pull it up on your end? It stands for it. it's CTE. It's keep going. We'll figure it out. Yeah. That's why I need. Yeah. It's, um, it's what the NFL was looking at. Dr. Amen, Dr. Daniel Amen, who's the leading guy who's done over thousands of studies of on chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Yes, that's what it is. Is a progressive brain condition that's thought to be caused by repeated blows to the head and repeated episodes of concussion. So if you, if you want if you want me to explain that, the mm-hmm. brain sits in water by the skull, which is this thick. It's it's minimal. What everyone thinks, oh, we have a hard helmet over our, our head. That's such bullshit. The brain lives in water. So every time the brain gets hit and rocked, the brain hits the side of the head internally. And it, it causes the brain to bleed. And when the brain will bleed, it, it forms a calcium deposit in the brain. So if you have all these brain bleeds happening, the only way for it to trigger is to heal that bleeding in the brain is it forms calcium deposits. So you get concussions like a junior Seau did his whole life, every single freaking game. He either caused it or he got hit. Um, you have all these bone, bone spurs in your brain. That's going to cause you to go crazy. And, and the things the thing that breaks open these bone, this calcification is CBD. It actually is a neuro, it breaks through the brain blood barrier and stops, it stops the CTE from even growing. So it cuts it off right there. So cannabis is used as a neuroprotector, which is patented by the government in 2003. And then Big Farm wanted to kick it out of compliance because they hate it because you can't synthesize the cannabis plant. But there's easy ways to help heal that just by heavy doses of the right CBD, not snake oil, the real stuff. That's one of them. It's crazy because like, I'm thinking back to football days. Like I remember this one time vividly where I could have dodged right or dodged left. And there was this linebacker there and he was like this badass linebacker. And I was at full steam ahead. I'm like, I'm going to just crush this guy. Yeah. I went head on with him and um, rang my own bell. Yeah. (laughs) And I, I couldn't, I couldn't do the next play. I walked off coach. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I, I need a break. I, he's like, Oh yeah, it was a pretty hard hit. And think about that's happening every day in sports in America for kids. Just bam. Well, bam, no bam. one realizes it. Oh, Jackson had his worst concussion when he rounded third and hit that catcher at home. He went head on collision. I don't know if you guys remember that with Bo Jackson, um, Absolutely. Hit, 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 I've got, I've got, he was catching. And I think, and he knocked the ball loose, but he said it was the hardest hit he's ever faced. And here the guy was playing, played football in an NFL game, the game before and played in that pro baseball game, I think a day later. And he was rocked, rocked. Wow. I mean, you, so- play, you played baseball, Tim. I mean, I played the hot corner. How many times did a ball go off my head? I mean, how many times did, fuck. I mean, it was just, it was, it was horrible. Yeah. Well, you know, um, so, 
do you have any instances of uh, as the you know you call yourself a stroke hacker, but obviously TBI, you know, that's not that's not a stroke. It's not the same as a no. traumatic brain injury. It's not no, yeah, much stroke, different. But, much but different. You do assist, and you do have you know. Oh yeah, everything for traumatic a, brain. So your your brain bleed a brain bleed hemorrhagic stroke is the brain bleed and ischemic stroke is what what i had which is lack of oxygen up to the brain so it it just depends on where the brain injury is but the rehab according to western science western medicine is all the same but i neglect to say that because what western medicine is doing is saving their, uh, their life but they're not telling you how to prolong your life and how to live a pain-free independent life the doctors are there to cut and save you, but they're also there to cut and run. Guys, like what, what I love Tim about, Tim's able to take that person and put him back into a place. So let's take away your pain. Let's give your balances. Let's give your nervous system a place of balance and flow so you continue to relive and reintegrate back into society. Because the hardest thing for us is how do we, a brain injury is invisible. And our veterans, half of our veterans all have brain injuries, or majority of anyone who operated in the war on terror all has a brain injury, multiple, whether IEDs, whether shooting guns, whether jumping from a plane. If you have 110 jumps as a Navy SEAL and you go into a blast and you're going through um, um, a blast, you're blasting in the door three times a day and you're going into war, you're not coming back with a normal brain. I want to see the brain scan of that person compared to that of a of, a stroke, a brain injury, it doesn't matter. It's all the same thing. It really is. So, um, Tim, maybe this is a question for you also, but I'm wondering, as you were talking about, you know, the brain sits in water, and I know we're, we are, are big fans here on the Health and Wealth Podcast show, um, and uh, we talk about hydration a lot. Oh, I yeah. would imagine that that is critically important for your recovery of, you know, if you had a stroke or any TBI at all, is making sure you're hydrated, but not just with your, you know, tap water, city tap no, water. No, hell no. no. No fluoride, no magnesium. I drink water that, that, that's from the mineral spring that, that, uh, that my friend makes. So I, the, the water put into the body, um, I believe, and, 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 and I don't know, I like the alkaline level. I like to be alkaline to a certain level because I believe a virus nor can an injury sustain in an alkaline environment or can cancer or COVID. Hence, I don't have cancer or COVID, but I don't want to go there. But these are my thoughts. If you keep the body in a really good, healthy place, it's going to be, it knows how to heal itself. The body can take over and heal itself independently if you give it the right nutrition. We just don't know how to do that. Absolutely. Well, we, we, ha we have people that can help with that though, right, Tim? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, well, here's one of the things that I, I wanted. Um, I, I just wanted to mention that. And uh, Tim, are we coming up on a hard break, actually? Because mm -hmm. yep. I can hit it on the next uh, on the next segment, too. OK, let's take a break. And, oh. and Richards, we will be right back with Sean Enton, the stroke hacker. You want the absolute best for yourself and you want it to be easy. That's why we created Green 85. It helps with detoxifying the body gently. We're proud it's chemical-free, unlike almost all other supplements you'll find. Bottom line, Green 85 will get you healthier. We look forward to hearing what Green 85 did for you.
To get this product and our other amazing products, go to chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Enrichers? Tim James here. I'm back with my co-host, Carter Wilcoxon. Again, in the house, we have the stroke hacker, Sean Enton. Uh, Sean, you've told us your backstory. Amazing. Um, you know, you went to the darkest place. You went from the highest mountains to the darkest places, and, and now you're ascending again. Um, and the more importantly is you're bringing a lot of people with you this time. This is pretty yep. awesome what you're doing, all the people you're helping. And then the last segment, we got into a lot of the solutions and kind of gave people a little bit of the roadmap of what to do um, as a person with a traumatic brain injury or a stroke, and also the family members what to do and how to go about it in the, in the right way. Um, but more importantly, um, you know, they have, um, if they want to go deeper, they can reach out to you. So again, at the end, we'll put in the description, your contact information is strokehacker.com. And if somebody wants to, you know, uh, have a consultation with you or hire you to help them out to get through this event so that it can be a much more smoother transition and they can get that person back into a higher quality of life quicker. So now in this segment, we usually let you ask me any question on health, but since I've been working with you for quite some time, right. I thought maybe it'd be kind of a give the listeners like, cause usually people coming on, they've never met me before and they have questions sure. and I answer them best I can, but you've actually, you, you asked those questions, you know, long time ago, over a year yeah. ago. Absolutely. So what, what, what was, what was your life like before um, we met? And then what, what, what were some of the main things that I shared with you that you implemented and what has happened to your health since then? Well, well, you know, what's interesting, Tim, I believe in people, the product to me is secondary. It's like, why do I buy Apple? Cause I believe in Steve jobs. Why do I buy chemical free body? Cause, cause I believe in Tim James. And that's what I've always done after we talked about it. And you explained to me why you put so much love and affection into your products. It's almost like in a sense, you made your products specified for me and my people. And that to me is just, is beautiful. So my, my question to you is once people, what do you recommend somebody who's just getting out of the hospital? What do you recommend them to be? What do you recommend from, from, from them to buy from you to get started? So they're, so they're coming back home now and they're with three other people in their house. What do you want to see them do? The green 80, the green one eighty five, the gut, like of, of your products, what do you want to do with them immediately? Well, the first thing is, is we don't make any medical, you know, we never give medical advice. Know, I'm right, not a doctor. Da, 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 I'm just, just, I'm, the same there. I'm just, I'm just referring a friend. Yeah, you're right. But you know, in C what, you know, CYA, you know, cover yeah. your assets. Yeah. Right. Um, I, that's I a little, it. little plug right. there. Cause it's the health and wealth and get a car. It's super fun. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> and Very so, good. okay. So, so had, okay. okay no, so, but my, so, okay. My, what I was going to say was Sean is that within the first 30 days, Technically, I can't help somebody, but let's just say if I was in that situation and I'm in the hospital and I'm coming home and I didn't have any of this knowledge and I was able to talk to, you know, the, the, the version of myself now, but if I went back 11 years ago and I had a situation with you and I didn't know any of this stuff, I, didn't, I was clueless, right? That's right. why I had gut issues and I was overweight and bleeding rectally and all these problems. The first thing I would, I would do is to set them down and to get their, and to get their mind right. That's the most important thing, right? They have to, that, 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 that mental, um, they, they have to, they have to have an awareness there. And like you said, it's the why man It's they have to have a, they have to have a reason to want to heal. 
If they don't, then you're going to be spinning your wheels. Now, once they say yes to that, the first thing that I would be working on them with is the foundational stuff, which is making sure they're drinking adequate amounts of purified. And if they're on city tap water, purified and restructured water, that's number one. So we, because water is the lubricant of life. It is the, it's, the, it's, it's going to, that's, what's going to reduce inflammation. The best is having your body flooded with the most best water in the world, right? Number two, we're going to make sure that they're chewing their food really, 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 really well. That's going to be very important because we don't want any excess energy to be used for digestion. We want all that energy to go into their healing. Number three, avoiding liquids with meals so that they have good digestion and simulation of nutrients of what they are taking in, not fermentation and gut rot. And, and then the last thing is to get them into doing breath work before they eat. And when they're stressed out, so we, you know, they have a lot of time on their hands now because they can't move much, right? They're bedridden in most cases. So, you know, doing that multiple times in the day, doing the breath work and the meditation, right? Once that foundation is in place, then the products that come in, the first thing is that turmeric 100 product, because it is, it's, 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 it's anti-inflammatory on a micro level. Literally most people's guts are jacked up anyway. They're only getting about 10 to 30% of absorption of nutrients. So by using turmeric 100, because it's micronized, all it absorbs through the mucous membrane in the mouth and goes directly into the bloodstream. So we're getting in five minutes, the entire bloodstream is being, re, every cell is being doused with these microscopic um, curcuminoids, which are the anti-inflammatory properties in the turmeric root itself. And that's going to start reducing inflammation on a cellular level. And then the blood will then be able to go through the blood brain barrier. If it's traumatic brain injury and shuttle those microscopic curcuminoids into the brain as well and start reducing brain uh, um, the, the, the um, inflammation on the brain. Very important because that stuff's so small can actually go through the blood brain barrier. And then green 85 for nutrition, gut detox to clean up their gut, the toxin detox to pull out all the toxins they've been. It's just the same show. Boom, boom, boom. The probiotics, the enzymes. So we put them on the full, like we call it our total energy and detox bundle and the turmeric root. And then we make sure they get their water right. And then, you know, after that, then there's a whole nother, you know, it's like, you can't just go over your whole program and, you know, in a five minute segment, it's just, you know, it takes us six months to one-on-one right. coaching just to get people to get, because it's a lifestyle. You have to look at every single thing that comes into contact, what you drink, what you breathe, what you eat, shampoos, toothpaste, deodorants, the bed you sleep on, windows cracked at night, water quality. You know, we, we go through all that stuff. And we slowly just keep stacking those cards in the deck of health up until their immune system's running like a top. And, um, and that, that's going to speed up their healing much faster. The KISS method, Tim. You're the KISS <laughs> method. You keep it simple. And for my people, we need simplicity. We just need to be told what to do at a certain time because we don't have the cognitive brain power to mix anything up. So if it just landed, my whole goal is, is that when they come back home from let's say a three, a, a three weeks to an eight week stay in the hospital, they're coming home for the first time. Their home is, their, their home is foreign to them. They've been, they've had to redo everything all over again. So if they came home and they have all your products, they're ready to go. That's how I want to set it up. I want to set it up where they're taking your supplements day one or the first week when they come back home. So they start to get it into their body. And of course, yes, the, yeah, oh, I can yeah. tell you something too, Sean, that is very critical that I, I, I forgot, which is I would even oh, do in, um, I, I love the background music <laughs> that I, is very important in the hospital. If you can do this, if they'll allow you 
but these people are not moving their bodies. And right. since they're not moving their bodies, their lymphatic system or their garbage right. removal system is not working. Your lymphatic system runs on water, oxygen, and movement. We have a heart to pump the cardiovascular system, but the heart of the lymphatic system is movement. So it is imperative that these people are getting massages daily. It's not a luxury. Right. Yeah. Necessity no. to move I that lymph. That's why we got the Theragun and the vibration plate. I just got a, a vibration plate and that vibration plate. I'm on it every day Perfect. because I think that that thing is amazing because it gets the lymphatic. So it gets everything all moving again, but you're right in the hospitals, in, in post-acute rehab, they do get them up. They do get them walking. They do get them moving. They're not perfect, but they're getting a body slowly because I, because I've always said, if you move, you're, you're going to improve mm. and you're hundred percent right on the dot with that. And that's actually my nonprofit, which is called the move to improve foundation, which is supports people with mental, with um, brain injuries to allow them to have their therapies needed to regain, you know, to reset their brain with their body. I really so, like the Theragun and the vibrational parade. I think that's a very um, passive way for people to uh, stimulate the lymph because they can't just like jump on a mini trampoline, right? Which is no, low right. impact type deal. But exactly. so this is even better. You just lay them down and, and it vibrates yeah. and it, it exactly. starts and it actually improves uh, blood circulation. Or then well. a biomat with infrared lights with some amethyst in it. I mean, I've got, I've, I've got all these, you know, people send me stuff all the time, but I validate everything. But before yeah. like biomats yeah. are good. Um, also the, um, I mean, I mean, people send me, so people send me nutritional stuff all the time, but majority of them they say yeah i don't even open it up because i don't even know where i look at the ingredients i'm like i don't know who these people are and then i have to validate i have to believe in something so much like you so that once i believe in it i'm set for life on that whether it's dr jason verslein the chiropractor who invented the therabody or um the gentleman who um who created the livo 2 or the auction i do i mean any of the stuff works but um it's just it's just a matter of them finding what they need and yeah. that's where I think you and I can come in and make it happen. Well, before we wrap up, buddy, do you have any just questions off the cuff for me that I could help you with um, anything lately? Well, I think you just explained inflammation. I mean, and the water and the a tumor, because that's the biggest thing is getting them de-inflamed, getting the anti, yeah. get the inflammation. To yeah. And I, I will say this, the, the bottle says take it morning and night. When you're in this situation, when you're in, coming out of acute care, you need to double down on that. So you want to be taking it four times a day. Okay. Yep, until they're cool. stabilized so wow dude thanks for coming on today of course we didn't talk about the financial part but that's fine yeah well no we we didn't at all i mean i'm sorry a, i'm sorry I mean, no no th th are you kidding me that was that was all good and actually we did talk a little bit about the financial part or i was going to ask a little bit about the financial part you know financially speaking um it's pretty critically important, wouldn't you say, to have some sort of a policy for those who don't think that things like this are going to happen to them? You know, because we we really, uh, our organization works with advisors all over the country, right? And they will promote life insurance and long-term care, um, you know, things like that. And a lot of times people are like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to live forever or yeah, yeah. nothing like that's going to happen to me. I right. mean, I'm, I'm 39 years old. I'm in the best shape of my life. What do I need long-term care for? Yeah. Or disability right? insurance, disability yeah. insurance and things of that nature. Right? Absolutely. Right. So, so it, suffice it to say the insurance and the reason why insurance is what it is, is it's protective against things that are out of your, you know, your crystal ball that you, yeah. act, you have. Right. 
Hey, so, Carter, Carter, let me ask you a question. Knowing what you know about me, what do you think my hospital bill was? Oh, my goodness. Um, I mean, it, it had to keep it had, going. Keep, just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. No matter where I'm thinking, just keep going. Right. I was I was at 800,000. I'm at 1.2 million. So, I mean, I don't know. Triple, triple that, buddy. Oh, my goodness. That's just health insurance. That was just the comas, the doctors. You know, I probably spent another half a million outside of my therapies just to get my body back to where I am now. So easily. About, and that's four, all four, cash. about 4 million all in? Easily, easily. And it's still costing money because I'm still, I have to rehab every day. I have to wake up every day and train and get in my oxygen and get in my bio. My, my, my trainer comes here four times a week. I do, I have a ritual because, and now I'm starting to see, you haven't, you know, you know this, Tim, but I can't show you now, but I have some new programs. I have new virtual VR components I'm working on. I'm getting more movement on my left side now. And after 10 years, there are things that are happening that are not turning on. And mm -hmm. I really believe it's because my gut health is healthy. It's giving my brain the place to actually heal now and not to be always in fight or flight. But if I can calm that system down, then I can get the new neural pathways working from my brain to my left side. Well, I have so, a, I have something, I don't know if I've shared with you or not, but um, is, uh, did, did you get one of those new little saunas yet? No. Oh, well, you're going to be very happy. Yeah. You got your little pen handy, write this down. The healthy sauna.com. Just, just text me, just text me. So I can, <laughs> please. Major, um, major inflammation reduction, major, okay. like nothing like it. So anyway, that's exciting. I'm glad to share that with you. Well, dude, thanks for coming on Carter. Do you want to wrap it up? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do. I'll go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, but I do want to say, you know, Sean, thanks a lot for sharing your story. You know, My I know, pleasure. I know the enrichers are, are, are definitely, um, this, this will be one of those podcasts that they hopefully, <clears throat> or maybe not hopefully, have to share with somebody right i mean yeah please share it your story can be and, and then yeah and then please talk to my assistant leslie and make sure she sent you my bio and my picture as well so i think you have that as well too we'll get you dialed in bro yeah we will get you dialed in so um hey and richards thank you again for joining us for another episode of the health and wealth podcast show for my co-host mr tim james of chemical free body um Thank you very much for joining us today. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe and go to our website, thehealthandwealthpodcastshow.com for any episodes that you may have missed before. Make sure to share those. And if you have anybody that is TBI, uh, that is, is afraid of what the future looks like, make sure you share this one with them for sure. Um, Sean, Ant, thank, Anton, thank you so much. I can, I shall, I will. I love the I motto. Love I love you, you guys. So Thank you, Tim. Tim, you're my hero. And, and Carter, thank you for everything. This is awesome. Absolutely. Dude, your skin's looking amazing, bro. I have to say that. So that's awesome. It's, um, collagen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. guys. Until next, until next time, thank Thanks, you very guys. much for joining us. Bye, guys. Take Bye, hey, Enrichers. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Health and Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Carter Wilcoxon. And I'm your host, Tim James, and by God, we are committed to helping you guys have fat wallets, flat bellies, so tune in again for another episode and make sure to like, share, and drink a lot of water. Or beer. You have just listened to the Health and Wealth Podcast with Carter and Tim. Carter and Tim.